Hello, hello, and welcome back to another mini episode of Fluently Forward. Today, this week, we are going to be covering kind of like a little tiny mini deep dive on Zach Bia. You might know who he is if you're kind of, I would imagine that the chronically online in pop culture know who Zach Bia is. Other people might not. So I'm just going to list and show you some photos of famous people he has been with. And then you might start to go, wait a minute, I've seen that kid before, like some sort of celebrity Where's Waldo. So if you know of Zach Bia, you probably know of him because he was dating Madison Beer. He was also recently photographed, maybe like a couple months, a year ago with Olivia Rodrigo as her potential boyfriend and everybody, you know, had a time on Twitter about that. He's also pictured a lot with Drake. He's really, honestly, you could name just about anyone in Hollywood and Zach Bia pops up in the background. Like he is just friends with all of these celebrities. He's dating all of these beautiful women and it's gotten to a point where everybody is going, who the hell is this kid? What does he do? Why is he there? And how does he get with all of these women? So I have been wanting to dive into him for a little bit. And what we have here is his account of what happens, the internet's account of why he's famous and some rumors in the middle. So we're going to put all of this together in the pot, stir it around and see what comes up. So let's first start with the real version of who Zach Bia is and basically why he's been around in Hollywood. And I do have to say, if you're in Hollywood for long enough, if you are like a traditional celebrity, I think that you date Pete Davidson. And then if you are like an internet celebrity, I think you date Zach Bia. And I have to say, you know me, I love putting out delusional PR ideas. If Zach Bia and Pete Davidson just went on one date, if they just like kissed each other on the lips at Nobu, I think the internet would explode in such a fun way. Free idea, guys. I think that it would be fantastic. So what do we know about Zach Bia that is actually facts? He grew up in New York City with his parents. His mother is a fashion agent and a casting director for different shows. There's not a lot of information about his dad. Now, internet rumors, a lot of people say Zach Bia's dad is this huge, I don't know, big wig, and Zach Bia is like a nepotism baby. A lot of people think that his dad works for Dior. There's a guy who works at Dior with the same last name as him. It's not him. And interestingly enough, not only does Zach Bia say, I'm not a nepotism baby, he actually says that he doesn't know where his father lives and he hasn't been in touch with him for the last 10 to 15 years. Interesting. So Zach Bia does talk a little bit about his story on different podcasts because you better believe any podcast he goes on, every single person, and it was very funny. David Portnoy really lost his mind when he went on the BFFs podcast in trying to figure out who Zach Bia was. The main question is, how did you get to be so famous and you're friends with all of these celebrities? What got you in the room to do that? Now, I'm going to tell you what Zach Bia says, but if any of you like me have played the Kim Kardashian iPhone game, that is the story of Zach Bia. You know how like you're playing this iPhone game and you are your avatar. I like, I think I might download it and play it again tonight. It was a fun time. You download this avatar and your avatar is just like serving coffee at Hollywood when Kim Kardashian walks in and she offers you a really fun opportunity out of the goodness of her heart. And then that opportunity goes to another one and another one and another one. That's the story of Zach Bia. Now, is it realistic? Is it a lie for something else? We'll talk about it. So this is how his story started. When he was turning 19 on his 19th birthday, him and his friends, he was in college, went to this club in LA and they were all dressed up in suits. 
they actually got to the club at like 10 p.m. I don't think it even opened for an hour. And everyone at the club was like, oh my God, look at these noobs. It's so funny. But you know what? It's kind of fun. It's kind of endearing. So already they're in a good mood. They're at the club. Fetty Wap is in the club. And he at this time had just done Trap Queen. He was on top. He was huge. He ends up meeting Zach. They kind of meet each other at this club and they bond over the fact that it's Zach's birthday. Zach's like, hey, I'm turning 19 tonight. Fetty Wap's like, oh my God, it was my birthday yesterday. And they both bond being over Geminis. Male Geminis. <laughs> I say that like I'm not a Gemini myself. Anyway, so then in another stroke of luck, when Fetty Wap is performing at this club, he shouts out Zach. He's like, my man Zach is in the audience tonight turning 19. Have a great birthday. And after, you know, the lights are coming on and everybody's leaving, Zach and his friends are still there trying to make the most of their 19th birthday. And Fetty Wap calls him and his friends over to the section because they're the only ones without a table. And he puts like some alcohol in his hand. He's like, hey, how was your night? They're hanging out, whatever. Somebody at the club, a promoter there, looks at Zach with Fetty Wap and he thinks that Zach is part of Fetty Wap's like entourage. So when Zach is leaving the club, he says hey, can I get your number, blah, 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 thinking that Zach was going to be his connection to book Fetty Wap again. So Zach gives him his number, and he doesn't really say, like, oh, I'm not with Fetty Wap, but he doesn't really say that he is. He's kind of hovering in the middle. And I think this is what kind of gave Zach this idea that, hey, in L.A., you can kind of fake it until you make it. So anyway, later on, they meet at a house party. He meets another person who works at that original club, and Zach gets a job working at that first club he went to on his 19th birthday. Now, his job at the time was to bring 50 of his college friends to the nightclub on Mondays. Basically, before the party gets started, him and his friends would be there early, making it look like a lot of stuff was going on before people arrived, which... I always wondered how clubs do that. How is it that like every time you're at a club, it's already started? And I always wondered, because some of my friends like back in college, I remember sometimes we would go late, sometimes we would go early, and there was always the right amount of people there. And I was like, oh my God, it's just like magic. It's not magic, dude. It's Zach Bia and his friends. <laughs> so um, anyway, then he's still in college and He's in an entrepreneur class and he has to interview someone for a paper or whatever. So he reaches out to this founder of a hospitality group in LA. I think it's called Hwood. And he goes, hey, can I interview you for my class? And in another stroke of good luck, this guy goes, why don't we meet up in person for the interview? So they do the interview and he gets offered an internship for Hwood and he becomes this guy's second in command and they're doing everything together. So that's like his, what, fifth stroke of good luck? So when he's interning for this hospitality group, one of the, I guess, opportunities they give Zach is they say, hey, we do karaoke night on Wednesdays. You and your friends can be in charge of this karaoke night on Wednesday. See what you can make of it. So him and his friends DJ. They invite a bunch of friends from college. It does really well. The first night, I think it made $35,000 in profit that night. They had a line out the door. They were just basically Zach is promoting with his friends, right? He's like a promoter. Then the second streak of good luck, the next week, right? So the next Wednesday for karaoke, it already had such a reputation after just one night for being such a fun party that Rihanna said she wanted to come and do karaoke there. So Rihanna comes and it's just this incredible party and immediately it was just up and to the right with him. So later on, him and that original guy from Hwood, that big wig, they open up this place called Delilah together. And honestly, the photos look very 
bougie. It looks like a fantastic place. So it's this kind of restaurant slash entertainment lounge looking space. And I guess Zach is like a co-owner or opener of it, or at least he's booking the talent. So Drake becomes a client at Delilah. He has business meetings there. He'll perform there. He'll have hosting parties there. So Drake and Zach start working together because Zach is kind of his connection to Delilah. And that is when they become friends. Drake actually shouted out Zach Bia in a song and put Zach Bia for a little bit in one of his music videos. So then what goes on later on? He starts a record label, which is just so funny because it's like club promoters, like, and then like you're starting a record label. It's very interesting how I think age does matter for a lot of things. I know that like as a creator, I've had some calls with people who like wanted to, oh, like let's manage fluently forward. And I remember one call, the guys could have been phenomenal, but they were all wearing like backwards baseball caps, you know, (laughs) with like some sort of like frat flag behind them. And I was like, even if these guys are the best in the business, I can't work with like a 23 year old, but whatever, I guess that'd be a managed to make it work. So yes, then he starts a record label and he basically said, I was already used to partying with artists at night and making connections to happen. So I thought, why not make it official? And their record label is called FTR Field Trip Records. I have heard from some people that they like the music that he puts out and that he works on. Who knows? What I find really fascinating about him is a bunch of things. Number one, he has said that in the last four years, there have only been five or six nights that he has stayed at home and not gone out. The introvert in me is crying. What do you mean? How do you have time to play The Sims and watch all of your movies and read blind items? It's hard to do that when you're going out. Five or six nights in the last four years that he stayed home. Isn't that just wild? So in what I could find in looking up Zach Bia, I was basically like, okay, he's a lucky the luckiest person in the world, can we say that? Probably the luckiest person in the world, who then became a promoter, who then became like a business manager, who then started a record label. Now my beef with Zach B, it's not really beef, it's just he does himself no favors. I've watched multiple different podcasts of him, interviews of him. I feel like I summed up what he did pretty well and I would just hone in on the fact of, hey, I was a promoter. But Zach Bia perpetuates the Zach Bia rumors because he is so unbelievably sketchy when he talks about what he does. And you would think, especially if you are an entrepreneur, you need to have your elevator pitch, bitch. Like, what is going on with Zach Bia? On every single interview I see him do, he's looking up and around and, you know, Dave Port always saying, what do you do? And Zach Bia always says, uh, let me see if I have it here. He basically says that he has trusted relationships. And this is what makes him sound so sketchy. I'll do a little like role play for you basically. Okay. When I'm here, I'm Shannon. And when I'm here, I'm Zach. So Zach, what do you do in Hollywood? How are you friends with all of these celebrities? Well, I have a lot of trusted relationships with them and these people really trust me because I don't really talk about what we do and that's why they kind of trust me and let me into their circle. Okay, right, so that makes sense. But how did you even get into that circle? Like how did you even meet them? Well, I just had a reputation for being really somebody that they could trust. And, um, you know, I'm just down like that. And they just really trust me. Okay, so what? And that's basically how every interview with him goes. And it led to, there was this comment I read on one of the podcasts where it says, um, Zach, if you the dope man, just say that. 
where Dave says, are you a fashion guy or a DJ guy? I'm confused. And Zach says, I'm a little bit of everything. It's about the relationships I cultivate. And the person watching goes, okay, so he's a drug dealer. Do you want us to think that you're a drug dealer? Because it's giving drug dealer. I think the main thing is Zach is so broad in what he talks about in what he does. For example, he'll say, we, we bring the energy. We bring the vibe of the party. You sound sketchy. Why not just say, this is like, I don't know, I host a lot of parties, right? And if I want to cultivate a crowd, first of all, I'm not like douchey, so I don't say cultivate a crowd. Instead, I would say, I like to throw parties. You got to have a middler. If you watch Curb, the, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, someone who can middle at a table. You have to have the funny friend. You have to have a flirty friend. You have to have a friend who drinks a lot. You have to have a couple hotties. You have to have a loud mouth. You have to have someone who's going to take all the photos. And you have to have someone who wants to help you clean up at the end. And that's what makes a good party, right? It's different ingredients to put together this great recipe. But instead, Zach is always just like, I'm cultivating the crowd with my trusted relationships. And it's giving... You're a drug dealer, dude. Like, how else are you getting this specific energy at your parties? And why is trust so important to you? I trust people who keep my secrets. So Zach is very much perpetuating himself as this like little finger type of person who has all of the secrets on people. And not for nothing, but if I really trusted someone and then they went on a podcast and they were like, everybody trusts me because I cultivate relationships and I keep things really private. I would be like, okay, you kind of just blew our cover. Like you didn't say anything, but you kind of hinted towards it. So the main rumor about Zach Bia basically is that um, <laughs> he's just like a drug dealer. And I think this is why people think that he dates all of these beautiful women. So Madison Beer, which by the way, he has said that he never cheated on her, that was perpetuated by the internet. And he admits that him and Madison weren't perfect, but he never cheated on her. I will say there's a photo of them from just like a couple months ago hanging out. So it seems like they're friends now. He also hangs out a lot with Kylie and Kendall. There weren't really any hookup rumors there. They called him a best friend. So they kind of publicly friend zoned him pretty quickly. I, it was very funny too. In an interview, they were playing um, look at the celebrity word association, say a name. And a photo of Kylie Jenner came up and Zach said, generous, super generous. And he was like, you know, with her friends, like she's just super generous. I'm going to sound so bitter. I just think if you are a billionaire, like Forbes has labeled you a billionaire, your friends don't get to call you generous. Like that adjective, I'm so sorry, but like you just don't get that. Once you have that many zeros past your name, it's just the complete antithesis of being a billionaire is being generous. And like, this is the thing with like Zach Bia and these like LA people, Kylie Jenner, I don't know, like, trust me, she's super generous. I think if she was super generous, she wouldn't have been a billionaire. You kind of have to surpass that, right? You could say she's ambitious. Uh, you could say that she's pretty. You could say that she's thoughtful with her friends, but maybe not generous anyway. Madeline Klein from Outer Banks, he's been linked with her. Zach said that they weren't dating. But then once again, he was so weird about their relationship and being like so vague about it that Dave Portnoy in the interview was like, okay, so you're fucking. And now you're dating Mas Ma Madeline Klein. Is this factual or am I just reading misinformation? On or is this sheet? just a game you guys went together to and then like people, again, took it out of context? Yeah, I think we're not dating. I mean, we're, we're hang we hang out all the time and she's so like- You're getting there. Maybe dating soon. It's, it's one of those things where I don't oh, think. Ah, there it is. There it is. I mean, there well, it is. Beat there the it is. We were all kind of beating <laughs> around the bush. This.
So like I said before, he was seen with Olivia Rodrigo and he was also seen with Addison Rae. And I'm going to put up a photo here because when he was seen with Addison Rae, she was in hiding. Like she was basically full on like hiding her face, hiding her body. I always find paparazzi photos like that funny. Now I wanted to poke around a little bit. I asked you guys what you knew about Zach Bia. I was poking around online on different forums. So Basically, this is the little bit I was able to grab about Zach, but he still kind of seems to be a little bit of a mystery. Somebody online said, we started college in the same year. He was the type to blow up the admitted students' Facebook groups with, yo, can't wait to get fucked up together type of posts before the freshman semester started, and he would incessantly message anyone who gave him the time of day. I swear he just has some blackmail on Drake and he's indebted to him for life, LOL. No, I think that, I think Drake's like, I think Drake could have taken him out if he had blackmail. I do think that they're actually friends but I 100% I get like those club promoter vibes from Zach Bia where he would be the person like yo like what's the plan what's the move for tonight like let's get everybody to come here da, 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 da. somebody says too my friends and I are literally self-proclaimed captains of the anti-Zach Bia club we cannot stand him he dated this girl I went to college with before he was famous adjacent and she literally transferred universities to be with him and then he left her for Madison Beer uh, so that's interesting timeline stuff. So one of you on Instagram DM'd me and said I stole a bag from him at the club and my plug said it was heroin and not to touch it. <laughs> it's just, who knows if that's true, but anyway. And then somebody said he hooked up with Emma McDonald, who is a vlogger and Instagram girl, I think. That's what I saw when I put her into Google. So who is Zach Bia? If I had to guess, I would say that he is the luckiest man in the world who got his foot into the door in LA and just kind of faked it until he made it. And I do think he's a really hard worker. I do think so. And I think that he also sells drugs. How could he not? And this is what I'm going to say, Zach, if you don't sell drugs, develop an elevator pitch because at this point, like you're leading people to think that you sell drugs. So I would assume he's some sort of hardworking, tight-lipped, closed-mouth drug dealer who has a bunch of different contacts in his cell phone and can always make sure that a party is fun and then somehow ends up dating these women. I mean, honestly, I'm still kind of baffled by Zach Bia, but this is a little bit of the deep dive. It turns out he didn't just get famous from his dad or by dating Madison Beer, but it was a chance encounter with Fetty Wap that led to everything. So let me know what you know about Zach Bia, what you've heard about him. Some of you guys say he's really cute. I like his music. Other people say that you hate his guts. Uh, I don't know. I just think he's out there. So let me know what you think. And if you want more Fluently Forward, come over and join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Fluently Forward. We just did an episode all about Timbaland, his music throughout the years and why there's something about the early 2000s pop music he put together. Nothing else has touched it. And this Friday, we are going to be doing an episode all about Lord of the Rings blind items. And I will tell you, they were not what I expected. Aragorn, I came away from it liking him a lot more. Gandalf was probably the most surprising, salacious, and shocking. And the most disappointing, as like I thought that they were great and they turned out to be kind of evil, Samwise. Isn't that wild? And I know I'm using Lord of the Rings character names, but that's just who they are to me. So that will be over there on Friday. And in the meantime, thanks for hanging out with me, and I will see you on Monday for a full episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys.